0: Amen. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Ron. We're getting such compliments on the, the band and how they stir us up. Yeah. Amen. amen. How, are you stirred up? Amen. I'm stirred up. This, this, this group right here is stirred up. This couple right here. This is the hot corner right here, you know. This, this is the, a, the amen. group. Are they, are they alive over there? Okay, praise God. Stay alive. Amen. We don't want to be the, the dead dead Christians walking. <laughs> how you doing? Oh, I'm just fine, thank you. Praise the Lord. Who wants to be a Christian following that, right? No, no you got to be excited about. You know, I, I I they're doing a gate out here for the tans, and I went and ministered to the guy that was doing the gate. And you know how you do the I call it, they call it the sinner's prayer, but we call it the winner's prayer you know, how to accept the Lord. And he was saying it almost as fast as I was saying it. I go, this guy is ready. It's so good to see somebody that is excited about the Lord. So let's bow our heads and pray so that we may receive the uncompromising word of God. Father, I thank you for your goodness, your love, your peace, and your joy that you've put on the inside of us. We ask you, Lord God, to be with us. During this time, let my words represent what you want to say to your people. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And all agreed, said, amen. Amen. Well, I want to just give thanks to you and to God for our time together last week. Didn't we have some amazing testimonies? (laughs) Wow! I've never seen such great testimonies. Guys, you know, dying and uh, going to heaven and the Lord telling them you need to come back and do some things. Uh, Vanessa over here, 46 stitches in her head, you know, and two years recovery. They said she couldn't walk or talk or do any of that stuff, but she's walking, talking, and praising God. So we have to believe God, even in adverse situations, to keep on believing, not give up. The Bible says, through faith and patience, you'll inherit the promises, right? Don't lose heart, give up, and faint, because God says, my promises are true. What I said, I'll do, amen, amen. His word will not return unto us where I know when I had cancer in my throat. I just kept saying, God, 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 you said, you promised, I believe. And I'm just waiting and believing. The Bible says in First Thessalonians 5, verses 16 through 18, rejoice when? Always. Oh, just when you feel like it. No. Just when good news happens. No, rejoice always, right? That means always be joyful. Pray. You know, when you feel like it, when you got, you're in the mood. No, pray without ceasing, continuing to pray and talk to God. In everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God. I, I want to know what the will of God is, Pastor Chuck. Uh, give thanks, you know, in everything, whatever you're doing, wherever you're going, whatever. You know, like when we were uh, putting this, um, the uh, uh, decorations up. Someone said, Pastor Chuck, you work so hard. Are you okay? I go, I am serving the Lord. I am giving it unto him. I'm talking to him while I'm doing it. Amen? He's with us when? Always. So most of us are believing God for something, aren't we? So hopefully those testimonies will encourage you. You know, I, and I wish, you know, when you get medicine, it'll say on the box, take this for three to, three to six weeks. Really? Really? <laughs> what about tomorrow? Can I have it tomorrow? <laughs> and then in extreme cases, you have to wait four to six months. Like, how do, So I need some things that I want to have happen. So I said, okay, let's see. Six weeks would be Christmas. So Christmas, I'll, I should see the answer. Now, I wish God said it that way. You know, I got a bad finger, Lord, how long is it going to take? Oh, four weeks for that finger, okay? Or, or how about, for a fo- I got a foot injury, how long? Six six weeks, okay? That's fine. That sounds good. How about a back problem, Lord, how long? Two months, okay. But it doesn't say that in the Bible, does it? It says just believe that you receive and then you will have it. But our question is, how long must I wait? The Bible says, through faith and patience, you will inherit the promises. Praise God. So I also want to thank you for my Sunday birthday party. Surprise, surprise, Pastor Chuck. <laughs> my, I always tell my wife, don't do that. Don't, just leave me alone. <laughs> but some people in the church, not to mention any names, you know, Bindi and Rosie, kept saying, we have got to give Pastor Chuck something, you know, for his birthday. So they surprised me, and I felt so good. Oh, my gosh. It was the best birthday I ever had. Because you, whom I love the most, were, you know, uh, sharing love with me. I just saw your faces. It just warmed my heart. I was so encouraged. Uh, But now that I'm older, hallelujah, and my friends are older, we have a different way of communicating. It takes longer to communicate than it used to. You know, for instance, you know, I'd start out like something like this. Well, uh, I went with um, what's that guy's name? Bobby, Billy? I can't. Ah, never mind. Anyway, we went to that store down on the where is that place? You know, you know, in the Eastland Shopping Center. Where? Uh, I can't remember. But anyway, uh, then we went to go pick up those things. You know, those things for the house that, those white things that. You know what I'm talking about? Just spit it out, okay? What are, you t- what are you trying to tell me? So a regular five-minute conversation might take 15 minutes. So we have to be encouraged and have patience with our friends, amen? But one thing that we can be assured of is God's unfailing love for us, that we, no matter what we're going through, he is there, amen? We heard a great testimony from Hazel on her son, uh, who was blind for a while, Amen. There she is standing up, giving God glory. Praise God, Amen. Yeah. Completely blind, she went to Arizona, brought him back, brought him back, and was caring for him. And so they found out there was a doctor that could do something, do a surgery on him. And so he took him home. He, he had bandages on his eyes, and so he had to wait. I don't know how long, how many days. But then finally, they took him off, and he said, "Mom." I can see the TV. Mom, I can see you. Mom, I can see. Glory to God. Amen? We have to believe that God will show us the way, whether it's by completely prayer, by doctors, by medicine, some way God will give us the answer. Amen? So we have to be encouraged by that. I was also encouraged uh, by my first-time visitor last week Uh, brother Joshua. He had been away from the Lord for a while, and so uh, me being a good pastor, and he filled out the form. First time visitor. I called him up, and I said, I notice here Joshua, it says salvation. You want to believe God for salvation? He said, yeah, I've been away from the Lord for a while. My dad's a pastor. Oh, really? Uh, (laughs) And I said, well, did you pray the prayer at the end of the service for rededication? He said, yeah, I did. I felt the Lord. I felt his presence. I still feel his presence. He said, I'm going to come back Uh, today and bring his girlfriend so they're here give him a hand clap praise God so the Lord is long-suffering with us isn't he he continually waits for us you know are you done yet (laughs) when are you going to come you know he he told the apostle Paul why are you kicking against my my goads why why are you ignoring me I'm calling you son How many times has he called us and we ignored him? But when we finally say, okay, Lord, I'm ready, he's there for us, and he meets us, and he greets us, and he he has all those things that he had planned for us that he will fulfill in our lives, despite how many years we stepped aside and didn't follow his plan. Amen? But no matter how far off we go, he knows how to bring us back and get us right on track. Can I get an amen? Amen. Amen. So how can we thank God for all of His goodness, all the wonderful benefits that He's given? How, how can we thank Him? We can't thank Him enough. Amen? We, we were wandering around. We had no idea where we are going, what we are going to do. But God, by His Spirit, drew us into Him. The Bible says in Ephesians 2.12 that at that time you were without Christ. Being aliens. <laughs> Did you know you're an alien from the commonwealth of Israel? You, you, you were a loss. You, you had no rights. You were, you were like out of the country. Strangers from the covenant, covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. Did you know that? You <laughs> were just wandering around. Uh, what am I going to do? Where am I going to go? God said, hey, I got you. I got you. I got a plan for you. So last week we talked about how the sun of this minister, uh, he got, the, the minister gave his son a great birthday party. He took 15 of his 11-year-old kids out to go indoor skydiving. Isn't that cool, indoor skydiving? I'd like to do that. And so they took him out, and they had pizza, soda, gave him an iPhone. And then so then at the end, uh, you know, they went to bed. The next morning, this, the, the father, the minister said, son, can you do some chores for me before we go to church? He said, no, dad, I don't want to. Oh, dear. Not only would I not say that, I wouldn't even have thought that when I was growing up. And so my mother would have slapped me in the next week. Well, I tell you, I, I don't think I would have lived through that. I, I don't want to, but he gathered himself. He's a minister. He said, son, you're being ungrateful. And the son said, no, I'm not. I said, thank you yesterday. But we, we take salvation that way. Lord, thank we." we We thanked you. We're saved. We're moving on now. No, you got to do some things that show that you're appreciative, you're grateful, that you know that the Lord saved you out of a miry clay, saved you from a place where you didn't know where you were going. Amen? Amen? So God wants us to remember what he's done for us. Psalms 105 says what? Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. You need to tell people how good God is to you. Amen? I just got a new neighbor. Uh, they're a split religion. One's Christian and one's uh, Buddhist. So, uh, but nicest lady, oh, she's so nice. But the kids, I'm going to talk to the father. I go, you want your kids to grow up to be Christians? Well, then you come on. <laughs> so we got some gifts for them. We're ready for them. And she says, oh, you're so nice, Pastor Chuck. I go, that's good. But I had to learn how to be nice. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't just all of a sudden be nice to people. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. I don't want to go ahead of, my time, ahead of myself. But uh, someone asked me, what's the difference between praise and, what's a di- and worship? That's easy. It, praise is uh, what you do for what he has done for you. God, you're so good. God, you're so uh, marvelous. You do so many great things for me. I want to praise you for it. And worship is just because who he is. You're so good. You're so wonderful. Your your kindness towards me. Lord, you didn't have to choose me, but you did. Amen? So we're going to talk about seven, this conclusion from last week, seven things that you can do, practical things that you can do to say thanks unto God. Are you ready for it? There you go. Okay, thank you. That's why she sits up in front here, you know? If nobody else out there says anything, I got Cecilia right here. Okay. The first thing you've got to do is just spend time with him. Praise God. God created us to have fellowship with him. God walked with Adam and Eve in the cool of the day in the garden, and he spoke to them. He talked to them. That was his design. It's so amazing to me that God wants to even walk and talk to us, you know. Sometimes I even get tired of myself. You know, and, but God, the holy God, the perfect God, in heaven, wants to dwell and talk and be with you. Can you imagine that? What an honor. Why? Because he's washed us clean with his blood, made us holy and blameless before him in love. This is a wonderful thing. Almighty God loves me that much that he'll help me make the last shot in the basketball game yesterday. Oh, excuse me, that slipped out. Because I fellowship with him. He tells me what to do. Praise God. Now, in Leviticus 26, 12 and 1, there it is. I will also walk among you and be your God, and you shall be my people. You know, Enoch walked with God, and what do you do when you walk with somebody? You talk. Thank you. I walk with Mary Ann. I, you know, she's she's on a walking campaign, and so I'm, I'm I'm her tag along. Praise God. But she wants me to talk while I'm walking. She doesn't want me to be silent. T- tell me, what's, what's going on here? You know, tell me what you... But my wife is funny because she's very passionate. So we'll be walking, and when she wants to make a point, she stops. She goes, you know... <laughs> I go, come on, let's keep walking. we got to get this thing done. <laughs> but I've learned that you have to have deep uh, times with the Lord, along with keeping him with you daily. The deep times are when you just focus in on him. You concentrate on him you say Lord you're so good Lord I just want you to fill me you know there's there's a guy named brother Lawrence I don't know if you ever heard of him but he tries to meditate in the Lord and he tried to have the Lord with him every minute every day that he was with him. and he said this he said God who paints himself in the depths of our soul we must merely open our hearts to receive him and his loving patience isn't that good so we have to have the favor. When you, when you spend time with God, He gives you favor. He, he, uh, he, he, um, he, he showers you with, with goodness. Amen? So you can have those deep times where you just concentrate. But then you take him with you. You don't just leave them in your prayer closet. Lord, let's go through this stuff here. He wants the fellowship. He wants to talk with us. Amen? Amen? So you have the life of God on the inside of us. Number one, spend time with Him. Number two, thank God when you act in love and forgive others. God in love God is love, and when you act in love, you're showing that you're grateful, that you have uh, obtained his nature. His nature is on the inside of us. We're supposed to love like he loved, forgive like he forgave, right? Just as God, for Christ's sake, forgave you, we must forgive others. So, in Exodus, let's look at this, Exodus 34. Now, God said, here, Moses, I want to see you. I want to know you. I want to see your glory, praise God. Don't you want to see his glory? God said, you know what? I can't get face to face with you, but I'll put you in the cleft of the rock and I'll come and I'll talk to you and I'll proclaim my name to you. Hallelujah. Don't you want to know what the name of the Lord is? His first thing out of his mouth says what? The Lord passed before and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious. What? I thought he'd say, all powerful, almighty. I'll strike you down. You better obey, right? Obey my commandment. No, he said, I'm merciful. I'm gracious. Is that the first thing out of your mouth? Is that the first thing people will say about you? Oh, he's such a mer- he's so gracious, so merciful. No, I'll answer for you. No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you said that's the second time you've done that to me. Okay, you know, uh, maybe the third time, and that's it. Okay, I'm through with you. No, merciful, gracious. And long-suffering, what does long-suffering mean? Suffering long. How long is long? Longer than what you're doing, that's for sure, okay? (laughs) I can suffer short, but after a certain point, that's it. No, long-suffering, abounding in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. This This is the nature of God. And when we walk with him and when we talk with him, we absorb his nature, we become like him, we act like him, we talk like him, we think like him. Amen? That's why you have to spend those quality times with the Lord. Now, you can't do it in your, you can't love in your own strength. You know that, right? Because our nature comes in and go like, oh, man, they wronged me, man. I, I, I'm not going to take that. But in the, in the amplified version, version of the Bible, you put this love of God on the inside of you, plant that seed in you, and it grows and it develops. You know not how. And so when you put that love inside of you where it says, uh, do not, does not consider a suffered wrong, takes no account of an evil done to it, believes the best of every person. Do you believe the best of every person? Or you say, no, I know what they're up to. Uh uh-huh. You know, they do that all the time. <laughs> okay, now this will protect you and keep you. The love of God will keep you protected from the crazy things people do, praise God. And it's good for marriages. It's good for parent-child relationships. It's good for work relationships. Okay. Number three. Now, you've got to do these things. You know, you take it home, and I see some people taking notes, but, you know, you've got to do it. Number three. When you serve in his church, we are members of the body, and he has planted us in a church to be a family, and families, what do they do? They work together. In Hebrews 6.10, It says, for God is not unjust to forget your work and labor in love, which you have shown towards his name. We had such a, like my wife said, a glorious decoration party. And for the first time ever, we had the youth department decorate their section. (laughs) Amen. Because Maria brought her grandkids, two of them, Zoe and Matilda, and they went, and they want. I want to decorate. Cecilia brought her bo- two boys, and they decorated the youth, teaching them, serve the Lord with gladness. Amen? Yeah. Number four. Are you catching all this? When you reach out to hurting people, we are his instruments of righteousness, and we are used of God to minister to people who are hurting. First, uh, 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 3 says, The Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all of our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort those who are in trouble with the comfort with which ourselves are comforted by God. When God comforts you and is there for you, when you're hurting, that's that Give to others. Amen? Now, I had to learn this. I had a me, myself, and I attitude Yes, even when I got saved, and so I was in Terry McFadden's office, and uh, said, "Pastor Chuck, just I'll be there in, in a minute. Just, just hold on." I said, "Okay," and I don't like, you know, like, "Come on, come on, come on." <laughs> and so I said, "Okay," but I needed her, so I said, "I'll wait." And so I looked around in her office, and I saw all these cards, all these, you know, thank you cards. Come on. Huh. I don't have any in my office. But. <laughs> I mean, I had zero. She had like all over. I go, let me see what some of these cards say. I open it up and it goes, thank you, Terry, for being there when my father died because you were such a comfort to me. Okay. Thank you, Terry, for being there when I was sick and I needed someone to pray for me. Thank you, Terry, for being there when I was down in the dumps and you encouraged me and strengthened me. Oh, okay. It's not, they weren't saying, oh, you're so great, Terry. We just love you. You're so wonderful. No. You did something that you know, emitted a response, a thank you. So I said, my life's changing. I'm going to get some cards. Praise God. <laughs> so I started reaching. I came out of my little zone. Right? right? How can I help you? How can I t- do something good for you? It changed my whole life. And I've been doing it ever since. And so that's, if you don't have any cards at home, start doing something to help somebody. If not just for the cards, for the Lord. Amen? We are his instruments to go out and help people. Praise God. Number five, spreading the good news of the gospel. I mean, come on. Jesus came that he might save sinners. He seek and search for those that are lost. That's what we have to be doing. Amen? Amen. I'm constantly looking who needs to be saved I don't care where you went to school I don't care what your job is do you know the Lord that's what I want to know amen and you know they, they have all these books on how you're supposed to make the transition you know just gently say it this way or gently I just come right out in bold do you know the Lord okay are you a Christian do you go to church Amen. Do you read your Bible? Amen. Do you know if you're going to heaven? Come on, talk to me. Do you know? <laughs> this is the most important question that you can ask somebody. Do you know if you're going to heaven? Well, I hope so. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. No, you need to know. So you ask that question. Do, if you die today, would you go to heaven? That's the same question they asked Eddie V when he was a young boy. Uh, do you, if you die today, would you go to heaven? He said, well, I really don't know. You know, maybe I need to know. Who was it? Oh, I was talking to Vinny. I go, Vinny, how did you get saved? He says, I was going through the TV, and I, they were telling me how bad it is, how bad hell is. And he says, I don't want to go there. He said, I had enough sense to know that. So then he turned on TBN. And he said, every time they did the sinner's prayer, the winner's prayer, I said it over and over and over again. So I'm believing that I am going to heaven, praise God. So I was surfing on the internet the other day. You know, you can do some good surfing and you can do some bad surfing. Amen? <laughs> yeah. So I was doing some good surfing and I was finding out how Shaq is so good to people. He, he, he's a blessing to people. He does a lot of charitable deeds. He goes in and buys kids computers, buys them shoes, helps restaurants that were suffering from the pandemic, giving thousands of dollars out, right? And I've had a personal experience, or some people that I know had some personal experience with the shack. Uh, our, um, one of our friends, their grandson got that flesh-eating bacteria. You ever heard of that? Where it eats your, your body like real quick. And by the time you get to the hospital, your, your arms and your legs are already eaten up. And they asked the boy, he was a young boy, he said, do you want to live or do you want to die? He said, I, I want to live. But he didn't have any arms or legs. So Shaq heard about this. He donated, gave them a car, a van, so that he could get around and move around and still, you know, see things. But that's the heart that he had. And then I know uh, Arturo he, he met Shaq in Hawaii, him and his friends. They saw Shaq, and they, so they followed him to his hotel room. And, ho, and Shaq was a, a, in the balcony there, and they go, Shaq, Shaq, hey, Shaq. And Shaq, he didn't want to come out, so he just started throwing $100 bills at him. Just So, so my friend was diving into the ocean and diving you know, over the rocks, and he got $400. And he goes, Yeah. Shaq just loves to give, and so he went to a restaurant, Shaq did, and he asked the waiter, or or the, yeah, the waiter, uh, what's the biggest tip you ever got? He goes, I I can't remember. He goes, well, what do you need? He goes, well, I need about $4,000. Shaq said, well, that shouldn't be a problem. He wrote him a check. He got blessed. Now, so I I wanted to find out, is he Christian or what? And so I looked him up, and no, he's not Christian. He's Muslim. He's Muslim. And so I have a Muslim friend, and I know that they teach that you have to have good deeds to get into heaven. So I wrote Shaq a letter, okay? Shaq O'Neal, I said, I notice all the wonderful things you've done, and I mentioned the grandson and Arturo. And I said, but you know, all those wonderful things that you do can't get you into heaven. But there is a man, a God, that did a wonderful thing for you that saved you that you don't have to do, we can do all those things, but that's the way you get into heaven. So when I had all my thank you cards, I put them out there, and my wife's looking at me and goes, who is Shaq O'Neal? I go, you know Shaq, you know, big Shaq. So I don't know if he's going to answer. I put my phone number, and I put my picture of him, of me playing basketball. And not that he would be impressed or anything, but, you know, I just show we're on the same wavelength. And so hopefully he'll answer. If he doesn't answer, at least I planted a seed. I'm not giving up. I, I'm not saying, no, I can't talk to him. I can't touch him. My transition is whatever you're doing in life, let's, like a, a painter, you know, they're talking about painting. I go, I, I, let me paint you a picture right here about how good God is to you. Even you find the transition, you just tell him about how good God is. Number six, Praise him enthusiastically. God loves to hear our praise. You say, well, hey, there's a lot of people praising him. He wants to hear you praise him. Amen? Don't you want to hear your, you might have 10 kids, but you want them all to be at the table. You want them all to say thank you. You want them all to say good night, mommy, good night, daddy. That's the way Father is. He wants to hear from each and every one of us. So, so, so don't think that you can get lost in the crowd. He's still looking and and waiting for you. And some of you say, well, I'm not that enthusiastic, Pastor. I'm more reserved. I'm more, you know, laid back. (laughs) Well, I'm sorry, that's not an excuse, okay? (laughs) God says that he wants to make, he says, make a joyful noise unto him. Come before his presence with singing, amen? Amen. Give praise to him. Rejoice with him. The Bible says in Zephaniah 3.17 that God is rejoicing and singing and dancing over us. So why are we so sullen? Why are we so downcast? Why don't we just rejoice with him? Amen? Because no matter what we're going through, we're going to heaven. We're going to make it. We've got the life of God on the inside of us. Even if we're in prison, we just lift our hands up and say, thank God I know you, Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. (laughs) Where's that song? When I think about his goodness and what he's done for me, when I think of his goodness and how he set me free, I will dance, dance, dance all night long. And that's what David did. He was dancing, dancing before the Lord. It's good to dance before the Lord. He's dancing with us. Amen? The Bible says that he first loved us, then we love him back. He's rejoicing over us. He wants us to rejoice with him. This is so important, so key for your... You know, spiritual well-being. Number seven and the last one. you ready? Revel in his joy by keeping him the center of your life. Amen? You can't put God in a box. He wants to dwell and be with you forever. Have the joy of keeping him in the center of your life. It says in Colossians 3.17, whatever you do, whatever you do, in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Isn't that good? We can't really thank him enough for what he's done for us. Amen. And we're going to be thanking him in heaven. In Revelation 7, 12, this is what they're going to be saying at the throne. Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Isn't that good news? We're going to be thanking him forever. God, thank you for saving me. Thank you for reaching down and touching me when I didn't deserve it. Thank you for your love for me, keeping me safe, loving me in all my situations, all my circumstances. so the, the, the definition of gratitude, you ready for this? It's an emotion of the heart excited by a favor or benefit received. Have we received benefits from the Lord? Forget not all of his benefits all the things he's done for us. Just raise our hands and thank the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for all the benefits that you've given us. We honor you. We thank you, Lord God, for you are God. You are our God. We are the sheep of your pasture. Thank you that you have plans for us, not only for today, but tomorrow and forever. We thank you, Lord God, that you've called us to be yours. We welcome you, Holy Spirit, just to take hold of your people, to love on them, and given the joy of the Lord. In Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, for your goodness. Thank you, Lord, that you've called us to be yours. Glory in you, Lord God, glory in you. Just let the Lord kind of settle in your hearts right now. Receive him because he is a good God, and he loves you each and every one of us individually. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. You're wonderful. Wonderful. Now, if you're out there or if you're here and you said, I have never accepted the Lord in my heart, I want to know the joy of his salvation. I want to know what you're talking about, Pastor Chuck. So, if that's you, just repeat after me. Say, Father God, I thank you for Jesus. He died on the cross, paid the price for my sins. I thank you for Uh, forgiveness of my sins I ask you to come into my heart be Lord of my life and guide me all the days of my life in Jesus name Amen if you have straight away and you want to know the Lord again you want to be in fellowship with him just repeat say Father forgive me for my ways I ask you to come into my heart again guide and direct me in Jesus name we pray